September 9th, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1 through 15. I, Paul, hope you Corinthians will be patient with me as I keep on talking like a fool. Please bear with me. I am jealous for you with the jealousy of God Himself. For I promised you as a pure bride to one husband, Christ. But I fear that somehow you will be led away from your pure and simple devotion to Christ, just as Eve was deceived by the serpent. You seem to believe whatever anyone tells you, even if they preach about a different Jesus than the one we preach, or a different spirit than the one you received, or a different kind of gospel than the one you believed. But I don't think I am inferior to these super-apostles. I may not be a trained speaker, but I know what I am talking about. I think you realize this by now, for we have proved it again and again. Did I do wrong? when I humbled myself and honored you by preaching God's good news to you without expecting anything in return. I robbed other churches by accepting their contributions so I could serve you at no cost. And when I was with you and didn't have enough to live on, I did not ask you to help me. For the brothers who came from Macedonia brought me another gift— I have never yet asked you for any support, and I never will. As surely as the truth of Christ is in me, I will never stop boasting about this all over Greece. Why? Because I don't love you? God knows I do. But I will continue doing this to cut the ground out from under the feet of those who boast that their work is just like ours. These people are false apostles. They have fooled you by disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. But I am not surprised. Even Satan can disguise himself as an angel of light. So it is no wonder his servants can also do it by pretending to be godly ministers. In the end, they will get every bit of punishment their wicked deeds deserve. To the doubters, the naysayers, to everyone who gave me hell and said I could not that I would not that I must not your resistance made me stronger made me push harder made me the fighter that I am today adversity You have no control over it. You are going to face more adversity. It's not an if, it's a when. So if you have no control over that, what's the one thing you do have control over? You control the way that you respond. You are the determiner of if that adversity is going to be what we can ultimately call a weight or a weight. Will you allow it to be a weight that just sinks you, leaves you knocked down, never to get back up again? People just say, that's it, they're out for the count, they're never coming back from that one. Or do you find a wing in there somehow? It's just a way to rise to the occasion. You will either fail because of adversity or you will be forged by adversity. You thought for one minute that you broke me. You got me twisted. I am not phenomenally skilled, but phenomenally will. I will not give up. I will not surrender. I will not quit. 
And your problem is you're giving up to me. I need effort from you. When you walk out of the door, I need you to match whatever effort the enemy is putting up. Whoever your enemy is, match the dog on effort. Be strong and very courageous. You got to have inner strength for this fight. It's not your outer strength, that inner strength, that when I can't do as I would, I'm going to do as I can, but I'm not going to stop doing to the best of my ability. Why do you keep crying? Why me, God? Why did I get MS? Why did I get cancer? Why did my mama die? Why did I get fired? Do you understand? Listen, you got put through that because what that does, that tension produces greatness. Stop running from it and run through it. Stop telling me what you're going through. The great, they get to it, they go through it. And the harder it is, the better. In the middle of controversy, stand in the middle of the storm, stand!